0: Independent wrestling is pretty damn fucking cool. We're sitting down in the spotlight and Squirt circle with Ryan, on. and we're trying to bring more awareness to the independent professional wrestling scene. Undoubtedly thankful for anybody that
1: just decided to tune in and actually liked us enough to keep listening.
0: What's up guys, it's Ragbag bringing you another edition of Regular Guy Gaming right here on the Grapple Talk Network. Thank you all so much for joining me and RGG on this adventure of talking gaming. Uh, Today we have a great guest on, depending on how you feel about him, Wrong Alex Riley, Riles Beniles, making his return, Uh, also uh, AC Riley as part of the Riley Factor here on the Grapple Talk Network. Uh, He and RGG were on a road trip and decided to record their conversation. The of uh, Call of Duty World War II. I believe they were staying in a hotel room. Uh, me and AC have been playing quite a bit of World War II. He's a little bit more um, involved than I guess I am. He, he kind of chases all the trophies and the contracts and things like that, so he gives a really good uh, background on on things like that, the loot crates and, and, and all that jazz. And as RGG always does, has a great conversation with somebody that he knows pretty well on the topic of video games. So stick around for that. And as well, afterwards, uh, we'll be talking some gamer news, including Including uh, the possibility of jumping to Facebook Live opposed to using Twitch and YouTube, um, it's a pretty big conversation right now. Is Facebook making a big announcement uh, this past Friday? So we'll talk about that uh, after this great interview. We'll send it over to RGG. All
2: right, everybody, this is RGG here, regular guy gaming, a regular guy podcast. We have, we have to have them. We have to. It's Riles Beniles. We have to have them. Hey. One of the reasons why is because well we spent the weekend kind of together and not together we like were on the road then we you know, back and forth but we both did a triple shot weekend my voice is a little shot um uh, let's just give him a little quick rundown yeah we
1: did the uh, Go ahead. what was it we did Oshkosh, Oshkosh. on Friday yeah uh, we all crashed at a hotel together everybody snored whether Devlin can't admits it or not he definitely yep. snored. I know he
2: snored. He snored. We got drunk and did a podcast and had to get rid of that one. Oh,
1: that was, that was terrible. It was a
2: horrible podcast. Don't
1: drink and podcast. At nothing. the same time. <laughs> um, then pretty much, I, I honestly think we probably hung out uh, until about like two, two and, a half, two and a half. Now,
2: Kane says you and I passed out and he could not sleep. Yeah, it's bullshit because you slept.
1: He definitely slept.
2: I, yeah, okay. Sounds, um, yeah.
1: So, yeah, then we pretty much hung out a good chunk of the afternoon. Trying to find a you di- helped me
2: get my di-
1: <laughs> try, to, try to find a diamond sword, couldn't find one Noshka. And it
2: totally got over. <laughs> yeah.
1: Glad it did.
2: You helped me get there. thank you. Without you, man, I was I would have been screwed. Cause those kids, I walked out, and actually it's funny because um I think it was it was um whose son was it? I think it was Chase Chase one of Chase's kids, saw my sword and I should have never walked out with it and it was like, Diamond Sword! And I was like, oh, and he was like, be quiet. And I was like, oh, like, and then kids started looking at it, and I basically kind of gave the gimmick away a little bit. So no, I but... got rid of it, and, you know. But they would have known if I had done anything other than Diamond, which I was trying to tell Kane, remember? Right. I don't get it. I don't get it. As TJ doesn't understand things. TJ, TJ, we don't like TJ. He picked me over you, though. TJ's the worst. <laughs> he officially picked me over He's you. The worst.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, so you had, uh, you guys had two rivers. I had uh, West Allis.
2: You yep. went to B C W We BCW. went to Two Rivers.
1: Yep, and then we met, met yeah. Met met again here at Midwest All Star in Hudson and then you now went, you're at my house. You're twenty minutes away and I'm like three hours away, basically. Yep.
2: So and I'm on the way to your destination. Yep. So why not stop by and let's get a podcast Pretty done.
1: Much, yeah.
2: Make up for the atrocity. A horrible one that we did on Friday. Yeah. So uh bar the reason, but what do you think of what I've done with my place, um, it's definitely a uh, it's definitely a man cave. With uh, and my
1: favorite part is the the Twilight books.
2: The, that's the, those are Stephanie's. Uh-huh. Those are not my books. Uh-huh, sure. No, no. Come on now. Which Isaac one? to read. Look, look at what do you think? Political science. What do you think? What do you think? Mastering the rubber guard. Why would then all of a sudden there'd be? You know what I mean? Come on. I don't
1: know. Maybe you got Maybe regular guy gaming has a soft side. No, no. Maybe a maybe, maybe regular guy gaming likes
2: uh, the encyclopedia of knowledge. Hey, Man, you know what I mean? There's my there's my signing for my ASL. I do my ASL, my sign language. Deaf again. The book. That's a great book by the well, way. Well, don't said
1: it at the bottom of it. So obviously it's your guilty pleasure, and there's nothing wrong with that.
2: <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. They're all fucked up too. So I like read it and get mad. It myself, so you do read it. No, I do not read it. You just said I was saying if the joke was if the joke was I did, but I don't. No, but that's no, not okay, me. Okay, yeah. Come yeah. on, Rainbow Six, Tom Clancy. Come on, man.
1: See, no, I get it. You're trying to trying to be Mr. Tough Guy with all of your books, so that I won't pay attention to the Twilight books. But it's okay if you read it. Man. How did you catch that? How did you even catch that? Because I literally Wait. see that the book says you Twilight. skipped
2: over Wicked, though. Yeah. All right. Anyways, guys, Anyway, guys. Here we go. Let's let's get into it. Um, why? Why does your character? Why my character look? Sh- your character looks better than ragbags.
1: Oh, World War Two.
2: Yeah, World War Two. Cod, we're gonna get into this. All we right. talked about this before, but you guys didn't hear that, so we're gonna talk about it right now. And I'm gonna I'm just gonna say it like I said last time. Right. Ragbag is really good at the game,
0: yeah.
2: But his character looks shitty. I mean, that's just the truth. That's true. Your character looks better dying than his character does winning. Mm-hmm. You have camo. I mean, you just look really cool. And he he doesn't have anything as of now. His CP is at zero. I think like the money up there, which is driving him nuts. Yeah. Is it called CP?
1: Yeah, it's, it's CP.
2: It's zero up there, and and you know he's got that little. Quark where he does not want he just wants to kind of buy just to, you guys will hear that episode first too. just to buy just to get that from stop saying that you on the other hand have a really cool looking character have you spent any money like what's going on why why do you look cooler so dying
1: my cp is the exact same number as ragbags. Uh, rag bags that it's, it's at zero um basically the currency goes cp uh you have the armory credit points and then you have the prestige token points so you know, yeah, or not prestige token, but like rank token. So then, you know, you can use those to unlock new weapons when you get to the proper level. Um, so I haven't spent any money on the game, thankfully. Uh, although I would because is it tempting? It is tempting. It's just for the same reason that it's like you see that zero and you're like, oh man.
2: So that is a little. Uh,
1: so the reason my guy looks better than rag bags is literally I just do the daily grind. Um, obviously, that everybody that's. Done anything with World of Warcraft? World of Warcraft understands that uh, dailies, dailies, are dailies are what you do to get the good stuff. You gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta grind. You gotta grind. And you get good stuff if you know, you reap what you sow. Um, so I do the, I do the, uh, the orders for Major Howard. Um, In the game, so you do, like, you know, win a kill confirmed or get 25 kills or, uh, you know, capture three points and capture the flag or something like that. Mm -hmm. So you do that, you get credits, and then you go to the quartermaster and then spend said credits. But it's I'm sorry. And you have contracts. So then the contracts are like, okay, well, get 25 LMG kills, get 25 SMG SMG kills, excuse me, Um, and you get, like, 35 kills in war, no matter what. Um, and you have time. So it's like 35 kills in war. You have 40 minutes of game time to complete the mission. So if you're like, oh, you know, I'll just kind of put it in the bank and I'll get it later. That time's going to keep ticking down if you're not working on it and then it'll be gone. So there's a little bit of pressure. So it
2: doesn't pause for games. It keeps going.
1: When the game is going on, the co- the countdown starts. Whether you're in a match or not. Uh, but, no, so, again, so if you're, if you're in the lobby, you're getting ready to start a game, the timer doesn't go down. Okay. Well when you're in the game, okay, the timer goes down. So if you're if you get the contract, then you're hanging out at headquarters, you're, you know, messaging each other in the lobby, you're hanging out, it stay, it stays at forty minutes. The second you join a game, starts.
2: And so you're could it, so you're getting lo- the loot boxes or are you getting gear? Is it are you meeting well, requirements the, or are you getting loot boxes? I get the loot
1: boxes from the quartermaster. And then you open up the, the the loot boxes, and obviously, as Ragbag's alluded to, you can either get the, the calling cards, uh, the emblems, um, you can get some gear, you can get some weapon like variants and everything like that. So I basically, like at one point, because I just was just stockpiling them, I had like 20 rare supply boxes just sitting. Just chilling? Just chilling. And then I was like, yeah, I'm going to go through these. And then I managed to get a couple. Of, I was, obviously, in some cases, I'm going to get like, you know, crap. I'm going to get stuff I don't want, stuff I don't need. I'm going to get duplicates of stuff I already have, and you get credits for that, so that's cool. Um, so bottom line, I just basically just keep grinding, getting those rare supply boxes. And I open a ton of them, but it's not like every single supply box is like, oh, yeah, weapon variant, weapon variant, weapon variant. I get my fair share of crap, too, but the thing is that I have more loot boxes to burn through, and that's why I think Ragbag, you know, he just gets like, whoa, well, I can't do this and that. Like, I, I try to log in at least once a day try to get a little bit here and there i try to you know i try to get the daily login reward of getting some extra credits you know because you do back to back to back and you get some you know you get a benefit for that um and then just from that paying credits grinding and then it's like an hour later you can get a couple loot boxes so do you
2: think then that you actually have the advantage in this from games like world of warcraft where dailies were first introduced and which game now other games are now adding that in for example there are dailies in and assassin's creed origins that's a thing now yep. dailies are a thing dailies are a thing in fighting games yep and fighting games now there are dailies in street fighter arcade edition which i'm gonna have uh literacy leonard on uh, leonard, talk about literacy. leonard sorry li- i know that leonard literacy on to talk about arcade edition Was there a
1: comma when you were mentioning that name <laughs>
2: We're going to have him on and uh, we're going to talk about that. But dailies are a thing now, which was started by World of Warcraft uh, to get you in. I should say Blizzard. Started by Blizzard to get you in and to be in there and to, to, to reward you. Do you think that because he never really. Kept going with wow, like like you and I did, that the concept of a day because I watched him, I watched you guys on your lives when you guys do the the YouTubes, and I watched him get confused. He hit a thing and it was a daily and it started taking he was like, Whoa, whoa, what's going on? And it put him in a match. Right. And I could tell that he didn't get, he didn't understand that he accepted a daily. I think,
1: I mean, I'll be honest, I did the same thing where I I I signed a contract. For like thirty-five kills, and then, is that
2: and I, what that's called? It's not accepting the daily; it's called it's signing the contract. It's a contract. Okay,
1: it's, it's a contract that is handed out by the quartermaster to do, do this. And I thought it was like the the, the normal dailies um, from for the major, where it was just like, oh, you just get this done. But then when I realized, like, oh, nine headshots in thirty minutes, and then it's like, like it was like, oh man, like you got to work. You gotta- I, I have thirty minutes to do this, uh-huh. and I suck at headshots. Um, you do. I watched you. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> Ragbag like, doesn't suck at headshots. That's okay. But <laughs> rag, Ragbag maybe good at headshots, but he's not good at getting gear. Um, that's the thing is that like every like you know a lot of people that play that game they're really worried about like their kill death ratio. I don't care.
2: I was actually I, gonna bring that up, dude. KDR, his KDR is really good. I have to say this. I'm sorry. Your KDR is kinda shitty. It's shitty, but at the same time I got I get
1: the gear because I do KDR
2: that. means kill death ratio. For I feel example like any regular guy gamer probably knows what KDR means. I bet you money there's people that don't know what that means.
1: I don't want to bet again. This is
2: you. for regular guy gaming, so that I just have to explain this like I do. If I was to say if something is a five frame jab, okay, and it's active for three frames and its recovery is ten Someone right now is going, don't ever touch that button. God, you're
1: such a nerd. You know But that? the
2: point is, I just want to... KDR's kill-death ratio, you want to keep that at about a 1, a point eight around there. But you want a 1, meaning 11 kills and less. So every time you die, you want to take at least one person out. That helps your team. See, here- Miles Beniles sits at like... I'm not even exaggerating. Like a point 0.5. No, nope, more like point 0.7. 0.7? Point seven. Yeah. Okay, so that means that... He'll die two times. He'll take one person out. Ragbag sits at a solid 1, 1. 1.2. So Ragbag will kill someone, injure someone else so that someone can get the assist, and then he'll die See, on a consistent...
1: For, for a guy like me who dropped 60 bucks on the game, really enjoy playing the game, having even touched the campaign... Why do I need? Why do I need? Why have you not played the campaign? Because I just haven't had time, and honestly, I've been I've been busy enough with the with the multiplayer stuff that I don't need to touch campaign yet. Like it's it's still so fresh that I like I just didn't really enjoy. Do you it. realize
2: how much work is put in those fucking into those campaigns? Oh,
1: I'm well aware, and I'm really excited to play it. I'm just saying I haven't had a chance to touch it yet.
2: Oh, so you do multi- want? Okay, no, okay. I'm,
1: I have every intention to play the campaign. We'll get it on. But here's the thing: is that with with multiplayer whether I'm 1.5 KDR or 0.25 what's the difference for me why does it matter if I'm at 0.25 you know and it's a personal it, challenge thing it's I like, don't really care about that because it, for me it's like I do the the dailies and it's like get 35 kills in war the only way to get those kills within 40 minutes is to Dive in and go nuts. Go in there. So, I mean... Hence
2: why you have cool gear. You have lots of stuff.
1: Yeah, because I charge in. I'm in the front lines. I'm...
2: You really I'm, are on the front I'm, lines. I'm blasting.
1: I'm throwing grenades. I'm I'm charging in. <laughs> only recently did I start working on my sniper stuff, and that's just because... Are you
2: scope? Are you... Are
1: you aiming down the scope? I or down are you down the scope. I can't, can't quick scope. You can't quick scope? Okay. But only recently did I work on that just because it'd be like, okay, a lot of war games... It's a lot of distance. Like if you're playing defense, you can find a good spot and you can pick everybody off, and that's what's really nice. But nine out of ten times, I hate it. I hate sitting and waiting. I want to go out and grab some. Yeah, you know, I want to see somebody. That's why I always get the full metal jacket on. So then, if I see somebody like peeking out, I can shoot them through the wall and kill them.
2: Pow! <laughs> yeah. So, um, I think this is actually. I mean, it's clear what we're what we're going to do. But I would actually like to make this about. Call of Duty World War Two. You play it. You are. You know what you're doing. Um, I love it. Let's let's review it. Let's go over it. Like what what are your initial? You haven't played the campaign yet, but so far multiplayer and the overall functionality Mm -hmm. and gameplay design. How do you feel? Does it feel fresh? Does I it is it, it different from what makes it different, it. what makes it different? What makes it different? Hold on. No, sorry. sorry. What makes it different from the other Call of Duty games? Like it what just, do you like about this it one? It goes back
1: to its roots. That's the bottom line. You know, I played I played World at War on the 360. Um loved it. I love anything World War 2 to be honest. Um Who doesn't? It's good history. I honestly I'm I'm a huge nerd when it comes to World War II stuff. And fun fact: um, once I tweeted about playing World War II with uh, for New Year's Eve, and then like I woke up uh, the next morning to a follow from this guy. And I was like, I don't know what this is. I thought it was just another uh, wrestling fan that followed me. Legitimately, he had the verified marker. He's an author from Ireland that wrote on the, like the history of Ireland and World War II.
2: Oh, that's cool. That's and I was like, honestly,
1: cool. like I'm tef- Like if he's because he's obviously listening to this. Um, so. <laughs> Like honestly, I have every intention to to buy his book because I kind of like, hey man, thanks for the follow. Bought your book, really looking forward to reading it
2: because, like, I was my gonna, wife is is a World War II nut. Yeah. She knows she has books. She knows everything about World War II. I
1: bought uh, I bought the six hour series on the World Wars that the History Channel did back in like twenty thirteen. Um, I remember watching it when it came out, and I was just like, man, that was like, that was a good special and i bought it recently so i could like relive it and everything like that and it, it was really good it really held up um and i think it still holds up today um but yeah like i, I read it and i was like oh that's really cool and an actual author like followed me just cuz i tweeted about world war II. and then i was like you know what i'm going to take a look at like what the book was and then he was like it kind of the brief overview of what it was, I was like that actually sounds really interesting because everybody knows like the meat and potatoes, but you know I kind of want to know. What are the little friends.
2: things? What are yeah, little exactly. Things?
1: Like, wh- where was the rest of the world? Back to your
2: review. Yeah.
1: So, I love the game, um, just because it
2: again it goes back to the roots. You know, it, it, there's not like because the super I, jump, the Halo, where they were going that yeah. way. Are you like you are Euro like the fact that they got rid? Of, they I got away from that. I'll be honest,
1: I didn't touch Infinity Wars really so stupid i hated everything about those games because it was just because you because you it was from, infinite warfare you, and they
2: toned it down actually you go in infinite you warfare. go from
1: you go from uh, okay. the the classics you have you know here's the just the the point and shoot here's the guns here's nothing fancy here's the grenades nothing fancy here's you know some some perks that would make sense for that time nothing fancy just you know buy the book and then I tried World War 1, or I'm sorry, I, I tried... Uh, advanced Warfare. Modern Warfare.
2: Modern Warfare, I did okay. Modern
1: Warfare 1 and 2, Like the storylines, I enjoyed the gameplay, It was kind of like, oh, it's a little bit of fresh taste because this is what's like going on in the world kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, like uh, weapons in our in our and There was no clear
2: enemy and yeah. you know. And then,
1: and then it's like Advanced Warfare is like, like, first off, there was Modern Warfare 3 and then I just didn't get a chance to play it I was like, ah, whatever, it's fine. And then Infinity War came out, and I'm like, Infinite Warfare. I don't care. Um, inf- Infinite Warfare came out, and then I was like, Oh, maybe, maybe I'll try it out. I kind of want. That was a
2: that was an expansion on Ghost Call of Duty Ghost, yeah. which was amazing.
1: See, I saw the Infinite Warfare stuff, and I was like, Nah, maybe I'll kind of get back into Call of Duty. And then I got to see the gameplay. I was like, This is stupid. This is Halo. If I want Halo, I'm gonna get an Xbox, and I'm play Halo because I'm more invested in the Halo franchise than I am watching. Modern uh, watching Call of Duty try to rip off Halo because mm-hmm. that's what it was. Because you have like the, the wall jumps, you have this and that and yep. everything like that. And Halo has that where it's like you have this power and you can do this and you can do that and yep. everything like that. Yep. You know, just give me it. Just give me the gun. Give me you know a, a player so to play with and why? Have a fun time.
2: Why do you think the community lashed out at Infinite Warfare and gave it the worst rated game? Worst downrated game right off the bat than any other game because they why were... did the community they loved Black Ops 3 so what happened to, the Black Ops 3 the jump all that all that stuff is worse they toned it down in Infinite Warfare mm-hmm. so what happened to, to the community why did they go no we don't want this stuff anymore we want it to be basic we don't want all this advanced stuff because nobody you know the, the stop chasing your tail it's stupid. It's a, sorry, I've been a handicapped dog. He's doing handicapped things. To be fair,
1: every dog chases his tail at least once. Well, he's gonna get that tail. But anyways. He'll never get that tail. Anyways. Um so Stop chasing your tail.
2: I think You're embarrassing me.
1: I think with uh I think with Infinite Warfare it's just one of those things <coughs> I, Stop. You're not on the show. Sorry, go ahead. Ulti- ultimately I think it's just, you know, the bells and whistles are cool if you have it, but honestly, most people don't want the bells and whistles. They just want to be able to just have that game that they that they joined up to. They that they enjoyed. They they signed up for Call of Duty, and it's like, oh man, this this game this game's great. And then when you're like, oh well, how about this with all these fancy things? Like, yeah, but I don't need all that. You know, it's like if you go in it's like, Oh man, that turkey sandwich is delicious. I want that. Oh I want that turkey sandwich. And they're like, Oh, well, if you really like that turkey sandwich, how about like a turkey sandwich stacked onto a ham sandwich, and stacked onto we- a <laughs> roast beef, and then sprinkle with garnish? It's like, that's cool, but I just that's
2: want the cool. turkey sandwich. Can we add, can I look, have that? Can I just can yeah, I,
1: can I just have all that just minus all the all the shit? I just want <laughs> I just want turkey, I want bread, I want maybe some cheese.
2: Maybe some cheese. Yeah.
1: And mm-hmm. then so I think like well, I think they kinda realize that because I think I don't. I mean, I don't know the numbers, but I feel like World War Two is probably, probably a, a really blockbuster sell. Yeah. 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 Like it, it was, it was it's one really of those things well. where I saw the trailer. And I was like, "Oh my god, I need this! I need this game!" And then, like, I kind of forgot about the release date. But then, like, on the fourth, I was at GameStop. I was at. The, I was at, over at GameStop uh, after the RCCW show the next day. Um, I looked up. I looked up. I I saw. Call of Duty, now out. It's like, oh my god, that was yesterday that it came out. I was like, Need this. Get me some of that. And I I started playing it. it get
2: me some of that. <laughs> it, it helped
1: that uh, that Ragbag was in the same boat that he wanted to get it. And it's like, oh sweet, there's you know, there's that there's that perfect opportunity to have a game that I can play with somebody because multiplayer is only fun if you have multiplayers. Um, you know, it's even better when you have friends that you know are gonna play it. You know, whether you're playing against them or you're playing with them, you know, just have someone to hang around with um, just so then it's kind of like, oh, I'm playing this with
2: my friends and everything. You know, that's that was that. All right. I mean, that was well done, well put together, well explaining why sometimes, you know, players. I guarantee you that I bullshit, th- bullshitted through about half of that. Did you, you think you did?
1: I, I think I just was spewing stuff out that made sense. It worked. but I liked it. It, it, it made it, sense to me. If it worked, it worked. Then I'm happy that. Oh, hello. Do you like talking about life and the fun you have with your friends and games you play with each other and memories you've had over the course of time? <sighs> Nothing's better than family, folks. And here at the Ross Family Podcast, we really love having fun. Myself, Jack Spade, Victor Ross, Scott Williams. A
0: turtle. Oh,
1: come on, man. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, who the hell are you, Isaac? Hey, guys, this is AC Riley reminding you to check out the Riley Factor only on the Grapple Talk Network. Join me as I talk wrestling, interview wrestlers in my Spotlight and Squared Circle segment, and much, much more. What are you waiting for? Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the Grapple Talk Network today. And as always, support independent wrestling.
2: We're back. Um, that was a lot of awesome things. You bullshitted through it, but I mean, it made sense. I liked it. So overall, what would you rate the game out of, like, just what would you rate the game? Um. Uh, we call them RGGs out of rag bags. 1 to 10 RGGs out of ragbags. 1... Is you no? Know, I've listened to all the episodes. I've never heard you say that once. I did. We did it one time. Guys, go back and look. You'll find it. Uh One out of one out of ten. Ten being it's completely shitty. One being it's amazing. And I love. No, I'm just messing. Just one out of ten. One out of ten. Are you like that popular? No, I'm not. Not even close. Um.
1: Say so I don't want to go super fanboys. like, "Oh, it's the best game I've ever had." And, <laughs> um. I don't know. I like it. I feel like it usually, just be honest. I like, God, see, I, I just hated playing it at night when all the clans come out and then it's just you get spanked and you get smashed. That's how it is. But um, you know, for at least with the multiplayer, for a game that it's just like you can sit down and like play first, That's one and that half and hour, for. That's that you can review. right Now, so it's a, if for a game that you can play for basically like an hour. Just, you know, it was like, oh, got home from work. I'm just going to mess around before kind of doing my other stuff. I'd say it's a good game to do. So, I mean, I, I give about a one or two, like, for as far as, like, the if one is being the best. Or one one the best being players. the best. Yeah. Yeah, you'd give it about a one or a two? I'd say so. Um, ten being the worst. Ten being the worst, I'd say one or two, yeah. Wow. Um, just
2: a multiplayer aspect.
1: Yep. And I would say... Holy shit. Yeah, because, I mean, I'll, I'll say two just for the fact that it's like, oh, I haven't touched the campaign yet and everything like that but I feel like honestly you know it's seriousness, gonna be the good the campaigns gonna be really great and I'm really excited to play it um, but no the
2: multiplayer aspects a lot of fun are you um, saving the campaign for when you have time to absorb it yep yeah. I kind of thought that's what you were doing, yeah. because um, you're really busy. Like especially this weekend, yeah. you wrestled. You had a triple shot weekend. Yeah. So I would
1: say, um, I think I think the reason I rate it so high is because War is amazing. That's my favorite gameplay to do. War is amazing. Yeah.
2: Explain, please. Don't so, be, what do
1: you mean by that? So War is horrible. There's a there's a pl- there's a playlist option. So that you have your like your team deathmatch. You have your domination. You have your capture the flag. Um, one of the one of the playlist options is war okay hold that so back. in most games it's you know kill up to these many points or capture capture the flag x amount of times or you know capture the flag my favorite see war kind of combines everything but it makes sense It almost it's almost like you're playing a, a like a campaign within itself so like for example you play the axis on one side you play the allies on another side depending on the situation because they're actually real situations like there's Operation Neptune, which is D-Day. So when you're the Allies, you're on offense. You're trying to storm the beach. You're trying to c- control the bunkers. So then there's a little bit of that domination. Oh, What's, that's what gotta you, be what nerve-wracking. You, it's horrible. It's wor- It's ugh. the worst thing ever when you're on offense because then it's like, do you they, turn the lights
2: off and do that? Yeah. God, that's got. Oh,
1: and so then you have like so the so the Axis they have you know, tw- uh, you no know, five. You know, you know, machine guns that they can mow people down for the beach. and it, d- How can you win that? I'm sorry to cut. I'm sorry. A lot of it is just you. Like, I mean, it's it's you and then they have a bunch of NPCs because it's trying to explain the visual that, you know, you're on D-Day. You're storming the beach. Um, a lot of people go sniper to kind of pick off the people so then, you know, the infantry can run in and capture the bunker. Um, it's one of those things where you get about six minutes to try to ca- capture the objective. And a lot of times, it usually like if you're successful, it takes like until that like last minute, like it, it like five and a half, like you're like thirty seconds left, and then you're like just that close for that last bunker. Because once you capture one of the bunkers, it's Does it get easier. It, it's a little bit easier because okay. then you can spawn in the other
2: bunker. Oh, and move the other one. so you don't have to keep going up the beach. Yep, you can now spawn in that area, yeah.
1: and then uh, so the axes definitely have the advantage there. But then it's like you know, if you if you capture the bunkers, next stage, you gotta get, you have to destroy the radio s- signals. Like everything makes sense. Uh-huh. It's like you know, defend the beach from the allies. They're gonna storm the beach. You will not let them. You will not let them succeed today. Well, they capture the bunkers. The war's not over. The battle's not over. We need to we need to protect these radios so then we can communicate so we can uh, call for reinforcements and then the can you actually
2: call for reinforcements?
1: No, it's just a timeout thing. Okay. So like if if you run out of time, then defense wins automatically because reinforcements arrive. Um, But this sounds fun as hell. Yeah. So then so then on the axis side, you're trying to destroy the radio towers. Next stage is you go. There's the
2: artillery. Uh, is there a timer? Yep. So you're down there, and do you, is it, then there's that timer
1: on there? So there's the so basically the the radio signal, the radio equipment. You just shoot them or blow them up or whatever, and you have there's like ten that you have to destroy. Um, but there are like walls. There's barbed wire. Like they, there's tons of stuff for the defense to build up that you have to explode and everything like that to get through. It gives you a little bit of notifications like hey, there's somebody trying to blow this. Yeah, this yeah, wall. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then. You, you advance to the third stage which is take out the artillery guns and so there's that demolition that goes into place so because you know you throw you throw the bomb on you have to let it you know you get 20 it's like 10 20 seconds they can get diffused um you know and then at the same time you want to try to blow up because got to be fresh both cannons man. will take three hits and it's one of those things where you might destroy the first cannon awesome and it's like 30 seconds left and you throw that second charge on it's like bomb diffused. If there's one cannon left. If it survives the whole six minutes, then Axis wins the entire thing.
2: Really, you got to so, take all of them. That's a lot of work. So the, the, the thing, Axis win often. Then it's hit and miss. Um, in. Most of the
1: time, when I played that mission, Axis always wins. There's only been a couple times that the alley's actually like in the in the game. But in
2: real life, we won though.
1: It, that's the thing is that it's it takes it takes a uh, real real battles, real skirmishes that happened. But then it kind of shows like okay, well, if you're on offense, you do really good, then this happens. You know, because there are, there are some instances where, you know, maybe the Allies didn't win the battle, but it's like, oh, what if they did? This is how they would have done it. You know, they have all these missions. So you have, like, you know, there's another mission where it's like, you know, capture the German headquarters to get some information and some intel. Um, and then you go through that. You have to- What if they had
2: Hacksaw Ridge in there? I don't know. How do you think that would work? I have no idea. Sorry to throw that in there, but, but I thought to myself they, like they, that's it. They might right? throw that
1: in there because there's only like three different skirmishes. There's three only only three playlists for war, but obviously we just got the Resistance DLC pack that just came out. Um, I'm sure there's going to be some more DLC packs because they did a seasonal pass. Um, so it's one of those things where it could it could be one of those situations that um, more more war playlists are played out and everything like that. But honestly, it's it's one of those things where. You know, most people are like, oh, well, I just want to play team deathmatch to get, like, five minutes in or whatever. That's fine. But, honestly, even if you play out until the final stage, it's about 15 minutes. It, you know, roughly 15, 20 minutes, depending on the game. Because you, when you start in, you might start as offense, but then on the other side, you're defense. Okay. But it's not like, oh, you won this, but lost this one. And it's like, oh,
2: overtime. It's, it's just like... You play one version, you play another one. Game's over. Game's over. So there's a lot of clearly, <laughs> there's a lot of moments where you're puckered up and you're like, "Oh shit, yep. are we gonna get this?" Ah, yeah, because even if um, you're
1: even if you're right at that last point, time runs out. There's overtime. So then it's like if you're trying to blow up the the cannon, it's like, all right, everybody. That's on, when everything's everybody almost on even, that right? cannon, and then the defense has to clear you out, and then there's a little bar. If it goes down to black, game's over. But if it stays on there because everybody's on there and they're planning stuff like that, that's almost that like here's your sudden death last chance. Your so last you can chance. so you can be like, all right, we have one full cannon at, in Neptune. Time's almost up. And then it's like, oh, we can we can hang out. No, you can't. You can't. You gotta keep working. Because if you've already cleared out one cannon and you're planning a bomb, They'll put you right in overtime. So they
2: designed it really smart. They don't want you to just sit back at the end and go, hey, there's 30 seconds left. We got nothing to worry about. No, there's 30 seconds left. We got to work. Yep. It's like that's where
1: all the pressure's on. Because there's like one instance where the allies have to escort a tank to the flak cannons in another in another mission. And if they're at like 98% and they run out of time, overtime. So then you have to clear out all the soldiers around the tank who are escorting the tank. You have you have all the tools, you have a bunch of machine guns right at the church and everything. But everybody's throwing smoke grenades, Everybody's throwing bombs <laughs> left and right, trying to so blow. So this gets up.
2: fun. This is just seems this it's, I, like it's, hearing this it's makes tough. me want to go buy the game.
1: Yeah, it's you should buy the game. I'm
2: not with. I want to. You should I, I know. Buy I'd
1: be playing game. with you guys, but honestly, like. Kill confirms lo- is a lot of fun. Kill I, confirm my love. I've done I've done Captain Fly a couple of times. I don't mind it. Um, but War, for by and large, is definitely my favorite. Gameplay is like that is. is that the one you and Ragbag play the most or is that the one you like to play the i most? like to play that the most i've i've convinced Ragbag to do it a couple times and honestly they i think I, after a while he's like oh this is kind of cool like he likes the the quick matches he does
2: he he, he, he likes a very he's in and out boom 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 he's very quick to the point let's get it done yep. let's move on to the next so one let's he, go he
1: likes that next one but after i got him to play a couple he's like actually it's not that bad you know so he 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 really liked that like my selling point was oh yeah it's everything it's everything molded into one it's your capture the flag it's your domination it's your um, it's your demolition it's your team deathmatch it's all this stuff all this stuff's going on and then it also feels like there's something to it it's not just oh beat the game it's like it's like oh you're you're the allies trying to storm the beach and stuff like that and you're like oh I'm immersed I'm ready to go I'm
2: ready to kill this is, this was exciting for me I, I enjoy like I I want to go buy the game right now I want to take the money I made from wrestling I I I would get I oh I, I this is exciting thank you very much like you, you really gave a great review thank and you. and like all that stuff like. That's a lot of combat, that's a lot of mayhem that's a lot of fun you don't mm. you I get what you're saying. you don't need all that futuristic shit. you don't need all the halo shit. you no. just break it down to bare bones and just what happened in real life
1: yep,
2: and that is fun. Excuse me, he's so choked up by how fun it is <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so and that is why ninety percent of my friends are are playing that game, you know on yeah. there. And so, all well, right.
1: You might as well just assimilate. I, I
2: might as well just go get it.
1: Yeah. And then everybody's like, oh, my God, you should play this with me right now. Like, honestly, if you log in half the time, most people are like, come on. Come do it. Let's do it. Vandy plays. I play. Nick plays. Do you play with
2: Vandy? Sometimes, but
1: I don't, I don't like doing domination games. Vandy. And, and all he wants yeah. to do is hardcore domination. I was like, nah.
2: He plays hardcore domination? Yeah. I like that. See, that's the thing about Vandy. And Vandy will probably not even know. I'm going to put him over now. But here's the thing. That doesn't surprise me. He plays hard. I play hardcore because See, li- one bullet should kill you. I, I don't like, like the idea I, I of multiple like, bullets. I do
1: you like hardcore team deathmatch? I like hardcore kill confirmed. I don't like domination because it's too much. Like oh, you got to hold the spot. Like I don't like I don't like running around to capture spots and everything. Like I it it's just clear cut. It should just be this and that and everything like that. So
2: I can almost guarantee you, him and Alex are probably playing all the time yeah. together. Yeah, I mean not not you, the other no, no, his no, buddy, no. his I, buddy. I,
1: See, like, I Ray Fury. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, Ray yeah, Fury. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so, again, I don't mind every now and then, but it's like I don't want that to be the only game I play. Again, I like the War playlist a lot more. So, if if somebody's like, "Hey, let's let's do War together," it's like, sign me up. But Hardcore Domination, it's like every. It seems like half of my friends play that, and I'm just like, I don't like the game. It's hard. Right. That's not my cup of
2: tea. So, all right, awesome. Um, so I need to get the game. Um, yep. So we can play.
1: That's that. That's uh, that's pretty much
2: right on the money. Okay. So, um, anything you need to plug? Anything? As actually, this is your network. So, uh, from here on out, uh, thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, uh, we had a great weekend. Um, thank you for coming to my place to do this. Um, hope you enjoy the food. Absolutely. Hope you enjoy the beer. Um, I had a lot of fun this weekend. I had a lot of fun at the hotel as well. Yeah. We had a great time this weekend. I'm glad we did this over. Yeah, it was a it was a. Gr- I it, the first one was bad. This was, was a much better one. It was not good. Yeah, it was not good at all. No, and no one, and you guys will never hear it. Yeah. Um, I uh, I uh, just fun gaming's great brings people together like I always say. So just hey, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. So I'm just going to give you this time to plug, as this is your network the grapple talk network so just go ahead
1: um so yeah just check out the grapple talk network um not really a ton of stuff i need to personally plug you know we got a new podcast coming out uh i'll have the i'll finally have the episode out from uh from rccw's recap uh where we did that roundtable discussion ross family podcast is doing a bunch (gasps) of stuff um tell them tell
2: Tell them why we haven't heard it by now, which I'm, we should have. I'm in face jail, but
1: by by the time this comes out, it will be. It'll be too late. It'll be
2: okay. All right, I'll, I'll be sprung.
1: Okay. Um, so yeah, a lot of stuff coming out. So just you know, subscribe to the Grapple Talk Network on Podbean, on iTunes. Um, the show your support. If you like this, you probably like the other ones. It's just. It doesn't matter what the content is. I mean, there's a lot of good chemistry on all the podcasts. So just, you know, just go out and listen, and hopefully you'll get a kick out of it.
2: All right. Thank you guys very much. That was Riles Beniles in the house tonight. Always a great interview with him. He knows what's going on. This guy is a regular guy gamer through and through always a great interview with him i have nothing to worry about when i have him on the show thank you very much for being on the show this now goes to rag bag take
0: it over Again, another great interview brought to you by uh, RGG and Riles, but really happy to have, uh, as much as we like to shit on Riley and, and try not to put him over on this podcast, uh, you know, we do play a lot of games with him, so it's kind of hard not to include him, and uh, always good to hear his opinions on uh, the, the Call of Duties and all the other games, because it is so differing. If you go back and listen to my review on World War II, it differs quite a bit from Riley's, and that's always, again, just kind of based on your perception of the game, what you enjoy about gaming, and, uh, and stuff like that, but... Uh, uh, don't want to spend too much time, I already gave my review on Call of Duty, so we're going to move on to some gamer news because there's lots of stuff that's happening right now. Um, one big thing that I wanted to touch on in case a lot of people didn't know about it because it is such a big game, uh, there is a rumor out that uh, the Fable IP is being reviewed by Microsoft, so there's a possibility that Fable 4 could uh, you know, be in our future. Um, there's not really any concrete evidence that uh, Fable is being explored, but... Um, I guess based on the success of Horizon Zero Dawn and uh, the fact that uh, there is still a want to play single player games, not necessarily MMOs or multiplayer online games uh, solely, that uh, there has been some excitement for Fable and basically I guess what's going on right now is there actually was a job posting. Um, for a lead environmental artist for a game that's very similar, uh, to Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, and uh, the the rumor is that the uh developer Playground would be the one that would be bringing this game back to life for Xbox and PC. So again, this is all very. Very preliminary. I don't think there's necessarily anything out there that says that there will for sure be a Fable 4. But if a lot of you remember Fable um, coming out the first game back in 2004, kind of wild to think that it's been that long. But uh, Fable was one of those really um, those, those beginning games that really made you feel like your decisions actually mattered um, in the outcome of the game. It was a very uh, easy way to get kind of lost in that because you actually felt like your decisions mattered. And uh, you know, I, I, I still go back to that and remember just. Sinking a ton of hours into those fable games, um man you remember like the commercials and stuff too just uh, making it seem so like your decisions were so important it was so cool and I think a fable four would be really interesting, but again this is just really preliminary news um it's all rumors based on the developer and based on the job posting that was was posted by that developer who um, people assume then would quite possibly be working on the fable title but again that's something that we might um we might see down the line. Uh, So aside from that, because I kind of wanted to get that out of the way because there wasn't a ton of stuff to talk about uh, with that, one of the really, really big things that happened over the past couple of days was the idea that um, Facebook is going to try to take a step towards becoming a platform um, for gaming commentators, gaming creators, things like that, and uh, they started doing so because obviously right now anybody can Facebook Live, but they started allowing um, a very few, um, gaming commentators, the ability to receive tips, um, from people that are watching their gameplay, just a very small amount of people. I believe it either happened last Friday or the Friday before that, in which they kind of, um, enabled that to happen. Because as you might know, um, a lot of people that are playing on Twitch, um, and a lot of people that are playing on YouTube have the ability to monetize, um, their videos. So whether that's, uh, making real time donations or simply getting the, the, um, dollars afterwards based on the view count. Um, YouTube and Twitch have been great for that and that's when you see a lot of the really big gamers that do streaming and things like that. Um, they use those platforms because it's a way that they can make a living then off of just simply playing video games. And uh, looking at Facebook, this is, an, again, I've had this discussion on multiple podcasts here on the Grapple Talk Network where uh, Facebook is literally becoming something more than just being able to uh, creep on people and check on your loved ones and your relatives and your family members because now they're entering the realm of becoming an entertainment platform right so um, now you have the ability to see some of your favorite streamers maybe using Facebook um, in order to kind of share their content which is kind of crazy to think about I know that when I first started doing commentating and I was kind of looking at which site that I wanted to use whether it was YouTube or whether it was Twitch um, I'd always thought that Facebook would be a pretty interesting option to use just because it's so seamless and it's really easy. And a lot of people are already always browsing, um, Facebook, right? Uh, kind of different to YouTube. You kind of have to be somewhat searching for content. You know, it feels like if you're on Twitch or YouTube, you're kind of looking for something or you're, you're at least, you know, ready to, to kind of sit back and watch a video, but when it comes to Facebook, I mean, all it takes is you to simply browse over something when you're kind of just, you know, killing time, see something and go, whoa, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check this out. So Um, I think this is really interesting. Again, this is just, uh, again another very similar to Fable, a very preliminary phase, and possibly moving towards Facebook as a, an ad, uh, you know, seek, you know, a monetization platform for a lot of these gamers. But, uh, but I think it's really interesting, um, that they're that they're doing this, kind of testing out this tip jar, uh, thing to get people some dollars when they're posting on there. And if it's successful, then I think uh, over the next couple of months and really over the next couple of years, you'll be seeing Facebook now kind of as a pillar with YouTube and with Twitch um, because it's going to pull in a lot of those hardcore gamers. You know, there's a lot of people that have made a living off of YouTube and off of Twitch that probably will never leave those platforms, but I think you'll start seeing a lot more people uh, starting up in using Facebook because that'll be a, a new area for people to get recognized and uh, I, I think it's I think it's really interesting and I think it's it, it kind of it furthers the vague discussion of, of what really is Facebook nowadays and it's becoming an every part uh, day of life. I mean you could you can get a job on Facebook, I mean you can you can donate to your favorite charities through Facebook, you can uh, you can, you know, keep track of what your cousin that lives 3000 miles away is doing on Facebook. I mean, it's just wild. And now you're going to be able to, to, to view content or upload content. If that's your prerogative, I, I just think it's pretty interesting. And as a, a gaming, you know, uh, commentator myself, I mean, I'm not necessarily the biggest commentator out of the bunch, but, uh, it, it For me, it goes, well, you know, that seems like a pretty simple way to get my message out there. You know, I have a ton of people that I know on Facebook opposed to, you know, the YouTubers and the Twitches. And it seems like a great opportunity for somebody to get started in general because then you can share a lot of your content with, you know, your family and your friends that you're already connected to on Facebook. So, um... Again, basically what this was is is Facebook's ability to say, hey, you know, if you want to come and you want to make content on here, if you want to showcase your stuff here opposed to using it as a secondary channel to share YouTube and Twitch stuff, you can do that and we'll try to get you paid doing it. So, um basically what they did again you can't go on facebook now and try to make dollars off of it but they've they've opened that up basically it sounds kind of like a beta phase where it's available to people that are probably going to make money from it and uh they'll probably get their feedback see what works see what didn't work and then i I think eventually though this will be a regular thing and i honestly is as silly as it may sound i wouldn't be surprised if there is a facebook you know gaming or facebook some some sort of like a, a a secondary element to facebook where they're advertised specifically for just gamers or, or content creators, uh, down the line, because I think that is kind of the path that we're looking towards. You know, if you, um, sometimes if you, if you go on like YouTube and you, uh, just do a little bit of research, some people think that YouTube is, is kind of slowly dying just because of the trending, um, the, the oversaturation in YouTube. And, uh, again, you know, Opening that up to a social media like Facebook would be the perfect opportunity. I mean, you look at some big companies. I know this is a wrestling um, network um, and this is a gaming podcast, but you look at like the Mixed Match Challenge for WWE, uh, being able to use Facebook Watch. I mean, it's just it's. It's super smart. It's a great opportunity to market to an audience that uh, previously wasn't tapped into, um, because again, if you're if you're sitting there and you're live streaming um, uh, your gaming commentary through Facebook, which I know a lot of people already do, but if you're more advertising now that that is a platform opposed to people just doing that secondarily. Um, I think you have the ability to pull in more eyes, and again, advertise the people that you already know will watch. So I think that's something that's really important, something that we need to keep an eye on. Because again, you know, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, some other gaming platform sites are going to be huge. And for for people like me nowadays, that I mean, we probably have like a million new gaming to- commentators every other day. Um, so. Being able to kind of open up the market a little bit and uh, being able to show your stuff on a a platform like Facebook, I think is really cool. Um, And they do give you the ability to post 1080p, uh, 60 frames per second. Uh, Right now, they're kind of working towards trying to find a way in which they can... um, post some of that oculus rift gameplay and stuff like that and uh it looks like they're also looking for a partnership uh you know because they obviously own it with instagram so again something else to keep your eyes on um because i think that facebook and instagram and and even twitter eventually will be a lot more than just being able to share your thoughts or you know touch base with your fans and things like that it's going to be it's going to be a platform for you to be able to um, directly share your content with those people opposed to using it as a secondary source. You know, when you make a video on YouTube and, and you decide to share it on there. So, um, really, really cool stuff and, uh, really exciting stuff too, because I know for me being a guy that's being a guy like me that, uh, uses Facebook a lot and, uh, in my day to day job and really in trying to kind of sell a lot of my things on YouTube, I think it'd be pretty cool to look at that as a possible, um, you know, a first a first go place when it comes to posting videos. So, again, keep an eye on that. I know I said that like 30 times now, but I just want to let everybody know that I think that's a big thing to look forward to in gaming because I think, like I said, when it, uh, six months, maybe a year, we'll be talking about Facebook as another platform. When you sign into uh, PlayStation, instead of saying YouTube and Twitch, it's going to say YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. You're going to have the ability to Facebook Live, and uh, I think that's going to make a, a big difference for a lot of people that are just starting out and for people that are really trying to get their message out there. So along with looking ahead to some big stuff happening in gaming, I also wanted to look at some release dates again, as we did in the last episode, kind of give some people uh, some things to look forward to, maybe write down on their calendar if there's some specific games they're looking for. to. There's a couple of pretty big games that are going to be coming out here over the next couple of days and weeks. Um, Obviously, EA Sports UFC 3 coming out on the 30th of January. Don't forget, guys, this is going to be the perfect game to look at and see how those microtransactions are handled because uh, a beta reviewer basically said the game was broken because of microtransactions. That was a few months ago, so we'll see how UFC does um, once it's released to the general public, it's got a 78 out of 100 on Metacritic, which I don't think is too bad for a sports game, typically if with yearly or bi-yearly uh, sports games title releases you're going to see probably a 70 to an 80 and if it's above that it's probably a must buy as a sports game but uh we'll see we'll see exactly how that does over the next couple of days the reviews should be really interesting and, and and really telling about that microtransaction battle that ea had uh last year with the star wars franchise also call of duty world war ii releasing um some dlc coming up here it looks like at the end of the month january 30th so again keep an eye out for any call of duty dlc February 6th, Shadow of the Colossus, the, uh, you know, remastered edition will be released on the PlayStation 4. So, um, you know, as a person that uh, will go to hell and back and saying that Shadow Colossus is one of the best games that I'd ever played, really happy to see that it's being remastered. Once again, it was remastered on the PS3 and uh, now it's being remastered on the PS4. going to have some fantastic graphics and, uh, you know, it's always a good uh, to game to play, especially if you've never tried it before. Um, this will kind of bring it back so you can have the opportunity to see really what it's all about. Um, and as far as major AAA titles, that's pretty much it uh, over the next couple of weeks. I know that I'm looking through some of these other titles, and to be honest with you guys, I don't know if I'm just too much of a casual gamer or what, but I honestly don't really know what any of this any of what this shit is. Uh I mean, we were looking at Owlboy in mid-February. I don't know what the hell that is. Bleed 2 for the uh, Xbox on February 9th, whatever that is. We've got some 3D mini-golf on March 8th. Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition on the PS4 on March 6th. What else do we got here, guys? Uh, Metal Gear Survive on February 20th. It looks like we have some uh, Rainbow Six um advanced edition coming out looks like on February 13th so again just you know keep uh, your eyes on the prize as far as which games are coming out because uh also being recently announced uh, God of War going to be released in April of this year, so uh, they just released the story mode trailer that kind of gives you a, a little bit of a backstory of what uh, the upcoming God of War game is about. It uh, looks pretty cool, really interesting, definitely a different spin on the God of War franchise from what it was uh, in the previous iterations. If you haven't yet, if you're a big God of War fan, if you simply own a PlayStation 4, I would highly recommend checking out that trailer. Um, It was just posted, I think, a couple of days ago. And again, it's just really interesting. Basically, you have a kid... And he doesn't know the whole history of you and killing gods, and then you decide to go on a journey and blah, blah, blah. But it seems very much more story-driven. I assume that the action will also be there just because it is a God of War game. But but I think it was really cool. And again, uh, at the end of that trailer, they did announce that the game will be released in April. So if you're kind of holding out hope for that, trying to save some dollars for that, know that God of War will be coming out in April. Aside from that, you know, uh, Ragbag, you can follow me on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, R-A-G-G-B-A-G-G. Right now, I'm basically... Playing the games that I've always been playing man I've had a real busy life uh, trying to get an upgraded PC to make things a little bit easier as far as streaming have some sort of a portable device so I don't always have to sit in my dark little uh, room when I want to edit and when I want to post content um, so I'm kind of I'm kind of slow rolling right now I'm not doing a very good job but playing through some Resident Evil obviously playing call of Duty just started a Skyrim series which I think is pretty good and uh, you know on my own time you know I'm gonna try to get back into persona 5 I talked about it quite a bit on this podcast when I first started playing that game and, um, i took a break from it and then it got to the point where i haven't played it for about a month but i really want to get back into it and uh you know i'm also playing Dishonored 2 uh, trying to play through uh, a madden franchise so I'm, I'm doing a lot of stuff right now when it comes to gaming and it's kind of funny i was actually sitting at my in front of my tv last night with a controller in my hand and i had like you know i had my my playstation menu up and i was just like man there's like eight games on here that i want to play right now and i only i don't have time to play all eight games so it's The backlog is real, and we got some great games coming out here, including the Shadow Colossus in a couple of weeks. We got uh, God of War in April, and we have a lot of other really great games to look forward to through the rest of the year, like Days Gone and Spider-Man, and uh, those are just the AAA titles, so it's going to be hard to kind of keep up. I saw that, uh, you know, there's also some great deals going on as far as PS4 is concerned. They have an Essentials deal where, you know, Assassin's Creed Black Flag is, like, $8. It's like, how do I not purchase that and play through that again? So, um, I don't know, man. The backlog is real, and uh, we're going to try to work through some things. And, uh, you know, if you have any backlog troubles, let us know. Hit up RGG, Regular Guy Gaming, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Uh, You can find it all there. And let us know what your backlog looks like. I always think it's fun to have discussions about backlogs because, man, you just keep purchasing and purchasing and purchasing more games. And it used to be funny because I used to have the hard copies. So it's like, uh, you know, it's like how how high can I – continue this stack of games before it finally tips over and now it's just like i have them all digital so i have a nice little handy dandy external hard drive that's just getting chock full of more and more uh applications game applications so uh So, yeah, that about does it for me today. Again, R-A-G-G-B-A-G-G, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. You can follow me on there. You can follow Regular Guy Gaming. And also, don't forget to check out uh, all the other great folks that are right here on the Grapple Talk Network. You've got the Ross Family Matters podcast. Fantastic. Uh, kind of a just a discussion-based show on random topics. The Riley Factor, um, where RGG and myself were both featured talking about a local independent wrestling show. You have the Grapple Talk flagship, which is basically just a show that talks uh, international and national wrestling as well as just entertainment topics. And then you also have Deach and Dash, which uh, Jordy Lee... Does uh, just you know an interview-based show? It's it's a nice little layback show that you can also check out. Uh, quite a few great episodes right now up on the Grapple Talk Network. If you haven't dived into those yet, so that about does it. My name is Ragbag. We'll catch you guys next time right here on Regular Guy Gaming. Thank you all so much for joining us, and uh, peace out, my home McNuggets.